Hello, charter folk. I am very excited about today's conversation. We are in a unbelievable moment in public education's history, as well as just charter movement history, charter folk evolution. We are going through a pandemic um, and, a, and a moment of challenge for, for educators that is just beyond anything that we've seen before. And while our world, I do believe, is coming through it in ways that are healthier and better um, and more intact than we're seeing in many other places in public education, it's absolutely true uh, that we are facing a great challenge. And we need to find ways to, to get more oxygen into our rooms so that charter folk can just breathe more. And if we can make it through the difficult months that are in front of us, well, I think we have great reason for optimism that the days in front of us are gonna be even more exciting and successful than the ones that we've had in the past. And so I thought it would be good to start a new series where I might be able to connect briefly around 20 minutes with people who I've come across during my time in the charter world who have always filled me with oxygen. And as I was thinking of the list of people, the first person I knew I wanted to talk to was Yvonne Chan. And I reached out to Yvonne and I said, Yvonne, would you be willing to be the first of our visitors, our guests on a new series we would be calling the Charter Folk Oxygen Bar? And I'm delighted that Yvonne said yes. So Yvonne, thank you so much for being here. It's great to see you again. Uh, welcome. Well, thank you. And uh, thank you for having me here. And I'm so glad to be able to communicate with the Charter folks. It's been what, 30 long years and it blink and here we are 2022. So when you talk about oxygens and energy, right? Well, not only, you know, we are good stretch runners. I mean, it's been 30 years and still running. Yep. Yeah. For me, I will see myself as like a candle, right? The mm. candle continue to burn until it dies. But of course, I'm not going to let myself die. You kidding? So <laughs> make sure along the way, along the way, I try to light other candles or actually preheat other candles in order to build that people power. So yeah, candles doesn't have to be just a stick. I've seen, you know, we have different shapes. We have flowers. We have blocks of globs of candle burning. So it is important for us to come together to have the candle burning. And how do you burn that? How are you going to keep the light on? It's through innovation. Mm. See, charter is about innovation. We chose this path. Why do the same old, same old? We should have just stayed in our own closet. So a charter licenses us to dream. And unfortunately, some of us are not using those tools, all the tools with courage and confidence. So when we talk about innovation, now let's look back. Geez, you know, 30 years ago. Yeah, you know, people thought they were experiment. Oh my God. Uh, here we are, you know, still very strong, you know, a lot of challenges, but we are still here. Okay. Right. So that innovation, I'm looking at in the very beginning, I mean, you remember that's Aspire, yep. you know, good old Don Shelby, a great mentor. I mean, he lit the candle and popularly 
me and Joe Lucente, you know, from Fenton. Sure. So those days, yeah, absolutely. In the beginning, we were just a little wickling flame, zip, 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 zip. But we're able to get equal funding. Yeah. From Sacramento. Yep. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. and that was, unfortunately, all battle is about funding. And that's not good. That's not yeah. good. So we yep. are definitely the next phase, the next 10 years, you remember that we have all types of innovations. Right. You know, whether, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whether, you know, some of us uh, take on the span school. In fact, right. some of us already, right, have the community school design. Come on. Now they are doing community school design, right? 30 years later. We already thought about that, you know, with Healthy Start and put the clinic on. And 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 we did um, already the STEM and uh, we did uh, all types of uh, collaboration in PD. We did all of that is through the innovation that we yeah. get excited, right? Well, I, rem I, I remember I remember coming to, because I think I was at Vaughn when it was still K through six, I think you were serving about 600 kids, but I remember walking around the campus with you and you were like, oh, we're gonna go K-12 and we're gonna build this health center and we're gonna like acquire these other properties in the in the neighborhood. And and you were just this never you know ending, just source of new ideas and energy. And I remember when I wanted to try to help uh, convince people from Hooper Avenue to convert to charter school status. I mean, I think we put about 150 teachers and others on a bus to come and see you yes. at 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 Vaughn, and you know, the, you in front of those 150 teachers. It was just one of the most electric moments of my life, and I think it was that way for those other 150 people too. What do you think it is in you, Yvonne? What, how is it that you have that level of energy? How is that 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 level of passion, and and is that what is sustaining you through this, and then leads you to that kind of and of innovation that you're talking about, what what is that inner flame for you? Do you think? Well, because you said about all those dreams, right? I mean, dreams again, like people said, if it's not implemented, it's just a dream, right? And you sleep on it for years. So I think what has happened is my dream become a lot of people's dreams, and then come together, small step extending the school year, extended the school day, you know, uh, doing the 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 like 21st century style with, with you know, uh, 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 more individualized help. So being able to realize little dream, little bit of time, what is absolutely impossible will just take us a little bit longer, but whatever is mm -hmm. difficult, we do it. We do it. We took over the, the food services. We went ahead and, and, and went for a whole year round and not the busing type of year round. And, and then went ahead and took on first five and, and yep. starting half the preschool. And the main thing, though, is not just within Vaughn. So it basically is, mm. you know, Northeast Valley. Absolutely. Absolutely. Northeast Valley is a hotbed of charter, right? Right. And, and right. that brought in the rest of the folks as a charter community and say, oh, it can be done. Ah, so the I thing see is, yeah. it can mm -hmm. be done. It just <laughs> can be done. And absolutely fighting the facilities issue. Yeah. We were not allowed we, to own land. Remember that? 
Here's a question I have for you, Vaughn. It's, it's like your, your metaphor is, hey, I'm a candle and I'm going to light others. And wait a second, if now we're a dozen candles, the, the amount of light that we can cast is larger, right? Um, right. And hey, we can we can cast across the entire San Fernando Valley. We can ca cast across the entire state when you became a state board member. Now you're a board member at LACO. You're, you're doing it across 1.4 million kids. But do you think our movement is doing a, as good a job as we could in terms of just lighting other candles so that we can share this load well? I mean, it seems like a moment of particular importance to share the load, right? To have more candles casting light. What, what's your thought about that? True. I've seen it. You know, I've seen you know, new leaders. If, if they feel themselves that only they can do it, that's not good. Okay. Or if they feel that they don't have the confidence and delegate everything, that's not good either. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to be what we call a breakthrough leader. I don't mean the virus breakthrough. Okay. I'm talking about. Right. Right. That. Of course. Sure. When your breakthrough leader is you can kind of foresee some challenges where you yourself would take on some and show the others that it can be done, but then let go. You yep. got to start gently let go. Okay. Depending on, you know, the, the people and, and, and the timing. So, if you don't let go and let the others continue and let the candle burning, then you burn yourself out. Okay. Now look at me. Okay. Look at me oh, again. And also this is the other thing. Yeah. We do operation, 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 operation. At times you got to settle down and say, look, let's look at policy, policy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Policy within your own charter school policy in your consortium that you can share. Right now, all kinds of COVID policy, right? Right. And yeah. some of us happen to be on the state board and on the LACO board. You know, done. It wasn't that policy when we framed and passed Prop 39. Remember those days? Wasn't that an oh my God day? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God day, right? Right. And, and also being able to have the knowledge base to think through policy too. Because yeah. always we are just so immersed into the the lunch schedule, the, the staff vaccination, the staffing and all that, you know. But well read, you know, read more about policies and what right. other people are doing. And possibly you can frame your own policies. Well, an example, look at that option three for Selper. We almost lost sure. the whole thing, right? My God, only, yep. you know, if I said, okay, then we said we walk. But then somehow we convinced, and again, it is the Don Shelby, there was various one of us and LA Unify. And even now you're talking about when you start spreading those candles, guess what? Don't forget, not just charter folks, you spread those lighting candle in the districts, folks. Yep. Absolutely. Can they can be your best friend. And for me, I'm kind of, you know, in the old day, you said that I'm always combating, combating. No, I have not. Mm. I've been very, mm, very coll collaborative with the school district, very collaborative, mm -hmm. very collaborative with general public, because we are definitely to be respected that our thoughts count that our right. ideas, our innovation will spread. So therefore, so the innovation also have to 
populate into folks that's working in the district or working in non-charter world. So not just right. us. Right. So, so, so therefore, you know, really we have to look at operation policy that how innovation that we have can embed into all of these folks. Yeah, we can, we can pick our battles at different times and also we can pace our battles and we can assess where we are. And it may very well be that we'd like to take something on. Maybe it's related to funding equity. Maybe it's related to sp special ed or facilities, but we can also work on that next year or next month is if if what we require right now is greater collaboration with other educators, whatever it may be, that allows us to just nurture our own candles and those kinds of things. I, I wonder well, no, if interestingly, I'm, oh, though, I, I do not see, you know, after 30 years, okay? Yeah. That's 20 before with LA Unify. I don't see things as battle anymore. No. Ah, that's and interesting. I'm sorry, you know, because in public education, if we want to be successful, we will really want to help kids. We cannot have winner losers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And we cannot have right or left. Okay. Democrat, yeah. Republican, what have you. Okay. Charter, non-charter. We have to really seek common ground. Mm -hmm. And I think now with the COVID and 30 years anniversary, I believe that definite opportunities for common grounds, mm -hmm. common grounds that we do need each other. And I don't mean to repeat what you said, okay? Yeah. I still use the word battle and war and all that, but I have to say that, okay, together we get the job done. Right. Maybe, you know, no. 60, 40, <laughs> but... No, I, I, I completely agree with you. I, I, I think that there are I think that there are some things where it is tension and there still is, you know, challenge and 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 a need for to embrace conflict. But I also think that there are all sorts of other places where there are opportunities for us to work together. And if there was ever a time for us to be smart about taking advantage of every opportunity to work together, you know, rather than over ex exert ourselves on unnecessary conflict or on conflict that we can perhaps defer, perhaps this is a moment to do that. Um, and you've just been one of these people, I think, that has done an amazing job of calculating when is the moment to push and how do I have this opportunity to grow from, from, you know, 500 to 800 to 3000 uh, is my right contribution within the charter school community. Is my right moment to go to the state board? Is it my right moment to go to LACO? You've just, you know, shown amazing smarts um, and an overall dedication to all kids and to all schools that, you know, I think has been key to your overall impact. Yeah. I think, you know, we have to be respected, not just by our peers, right? but by also general public. So how you really light the candle, again, mass this, you know, enormous energy for the goods of kids and the community, you get the respect. And when right. you get the respect, you're entering into the policy world and they impact a whole lot more. But again, yeah. you know, this is, again, you know, through very, you know, deep, thinking of how we can be creative to solve persistent problem. Okay? Right. And, and you know, the achievement gap, and now is a learning loss. And I think during the two years of school closing, many of us have been very innovative. 
Right. And if someone can compile some of the things that we have done, not only we maintain the service to the kids, mental health and all, but also the trust of the community. See, what it's doing for us is the tremendous trust when the light goes off, when all of this wind blew, whatever it is, guess what? Our candles stand. That's right. Well, and if there's ever a moment for us to innovate, I think it's now. Um, and we have so many teach. We can't find enough teachers to do th- different roles. We can't find enough teachers' assistants and these kinds of things. Um, and so the future that we need to make is going to require us thinking about all sorts of problems in completely different ways. And it is my sense that our creativity and our ability to innovate gives us a sense of hope and optimism, something specific to work toward. Um, that many other educators, unfortunately, don't have. We need to get it to those educators as well. Uh, but in the meantime, we certainly, um, for our own kids and for our own communities, get um, these things created as quickly as we can and then help share them as broadly as we possibly can with every with every public school. Right. In and addition, we- learning from a bunch of others that have already figured these things out so that you know there's this collective learning happening across all schools. Well, exactly. Now, let's look at most of us, I would say all of us, receive those COVID relief money, right? Yeah. Especially the Title I schools. And such a big amount, it is time to kind of rethink the, the, the financial aspect and how we use these dollars effectively, okay? Whether it is get better long-term facilities, whether mm-hmm. it is to upgrade our IT, you know, our website, and and for us had to be very information and and data savvy. Learn that now, okay? Yep, yep. Whether it is use that money to leverage, you know, partnership in mental health, where you know they will be there to stay. Uh, so, the best thing we can do now is see how we're not going to waste those COVID relief money in a one-time base. So think through how you can use it for your innovative program, for your innovative infrastructure, how you're going to have that as a leverage for the next five, 10 years to come. And, and, and that is staying ahead of the challenges. Yeah, well, what I, what I think um, just longer term I, I see our counties in California being incredibly important because what we want really is, in my opinion, is places like school districts to to evolve into be, becoming more like charter schools, to get more freedom, to get more flexibility, but also to have higher levels of accountability. And they need a, and they need a good third party that's going to evaluate whether or not they're doing well by kids. What's a good third party? Our counties, right? Our counties can serve as authorizers of charter schools, but they could also serve as quote unquote authorizers of school districts. And we right. now begin to see a north star toward which all schools are learning. And then, you know, the, the the learning that would happen between LA Unified and LA's charters would be way better if we were all under your umbrella rather than you know charter schools squabbling with LA Unified about facilities or special ed, right? So that's where I think, you know, a North Star is for us to be thinking about. But of course, you got to have somebody great and energetic, you know, at, situated at that North Star, which is why I was so thrilled to hear that you had taken that position at LACO. Well, hey, I think people thought I'm crazy, you know, <laughs> after seven years on state board and I'm still pretty much, you know, helping out on site mentoring and, uh, and grandma. Don't forget, I have two kids at one. 
and still building an, uh, a new building under Elna Unified's third augmentation grant. Well, no taker, so, you know, just took it. So anyway, you know, joining the LACO board also allow me to kind of reflect on the role of the county. Right. As you know, the county does have the resources. I remember on state board, God, a lot of contracts go to the county. County, you yep. do pizza. County, you do career tech. You do 21st century. You do, you know, preschool. You do Head Start. As well as, you know, the county also, you know, has the services, mainly the fiscal services, yep. as well as other PT services. You know, the English learner, STEM, and so forth. But also, don't forget, you know, it's it's a monitoring. You know, it monitors what eighty school districts and charter schools and all the charter schools in terms right. of finance, right? Finance, you just send in your interim report and your sex report, your audit report, and uh, they will come and count your, how many toilets you have, your credential teachers. And of course it authorizes charters. In sure. Laco, LA, Los Angeles County, we have about 28, you know, uh, countywide and those on appeal. And with the passage of AB 1505, you know, it just may be more. It just may be more. So having myself, you know, and other board members who much more understanding of charters will be, will allow that open communication with the public, educate the public, also be able to kind of use our experience to ask the right questions and make sure that good charters get approved. You know, ones that need help, get help. Those ones that are not good, you know, close it down, right? Same, you know, it, 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 it's, it probably will be a much a better place where charters can collaborate with other charters, can obtain the services, can be able to, you know, cross-fertilize with non-charters because county office have very special type of schools. Right. And of course, you know, we have a, a superintendent, Duardo, and, and I, we went back a few years and uh, she's very effective. And we hope that there will be the equitable allocation of resources as well as making sure that, you know, charters all, you know, be included. And I really look forward to this four-year term. Yeah, it's not too crazy to do it. Well, Yvonne, I'll just um, wrap up with, you know, this last statement and then the last question, let you share whatever you want to with the charter folk people. Yeah. But, um, you know, you you did an enormous favor to me when I was at Hooper Avenue at the very beginning of my, of my charter school journey. And, um, you pled with me not to make a, a mistake to to say that we would only open our charter if we had, you know, more teachers than necessary sign the petition. You said, please don't do that, Jed. Please don't do that. It's not necessary. I did it anyway, and it ended up uh, costing me a great deal, such that 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 charter could not happen. And I remember calling you afterwards, and I don't remember the exact words, but it was basically, basically, buck up, young man. Um, your charter school story is not over yet, um, and you're going to do this new thing but bring this experience with you. And, you know, within five years, I think it was five years, might've been six years, I was at High Tech High, 
bringing a statewide application for a statewide charter application to you, right? Mm -hmm. And so you've just been one of these people that not just for me, but for so many others provided support and then, you know, helped pick us up at different times and, and send us on our way. And it's just been this, uh, this incredibly compelling leader and then person that's inspired folks. So I say thank you uh, for having always done that. And I just wonder if there's any last uh, you know, message you might wanna share with charter folk along those lines as we continue to stay in, uh, in touch going forward uh, through Charter Folk and your work at LACO. Okay, probably a couple of messages. Number one is, you know, I've learned from experience that there is no playbook, you know, that you look up page one and to do what. So Charter Folks need to see what I call the invisible, okay? If you can see the invisible, as people said, then you can do the impossible. Second message is, as 2022 mark our 30 year anniversary of the charter law that again licenses to dream so let's let us all use the charter tools and the charter spirits our, our sense of autonomy the creativity the confidence and the courage to really break through what all the challenges now and innovate and be in fact in, impactful. So we can really have these innovations that needed by millions of kids. And with that, I wish everybody a happy new year. Thank you so much, Yvonne. Um, exactly what I envisioned for the oxygen bar. I know I'm full, full of more as I always am in your presence. So thank you so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.